Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti on the updates as we take you into the weekend and are honored to do so. Hour one of the show found us talking about a few different things. Uh, Rob Manfred, he's been in the news. I don't like these new baseball jerseys. If you've seen them, uh, you know what I mean. If you haven't seen them, don't look. Basically, the font's smaller and the numbers are smaller. They look like knockoffs. You could order one. You could over. You could order an actual knockoff overseas, and it would look more real. And I tell you not to look because you will feel sad inside. You will feel like a part of your baseball fandom has died. And Manfred was asked about these jerseys. And instead of being like, yeah, you know, we'll listen to the feedback and we're always trying to work with our fans, give them the best. He never says anything like that. He always says stuff like, yeah, I know they'll like it. People will get used to him and they'll like him. It's just like, no, this is what it is. Screw you. That's how baseball has always been under him. I feel so that made me mad. Uh, Jordan Spieth got kicked out of a golf tournament because he signed his scorecard and the score was incorrect. And so I was upset about golf. That's where I started tonight, believe it or not. Uh, a week after the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm talking about golf as the top story. And then the NBA celebrity game was tonight. All-Star Saturday tomorrow. We've got the game itself on Sunday. So talking about some of that too. So a nice potpourri of topics. And I don't see any uh, problem with that. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Uh, if you want me to be a show that just talks Yankees and Cowboys and Lakers, certainly could be. But we like to spread our wings a little bit uh, as much as we can. Austin is in Milwaukee. Austin, a big Tristan Jazz fan. What's up, Austin? Oh, uh, yeah, huge huge fan, Bart. Huge fan. Did you know who that is? No. Yeah, I don't either, man. No, I have, have no idea. I listen to stuff from like the 60s and 70s for the most part, and whatever is decent that comes out, you know. Oh, no, season. this guy's not even a musician. He's, he's like a basketball YouTuber. Oh, you a YouTuber? How are you supposed to? Ah, I don't got time for that, man. Uh, right. Yeah, so don't, yeah, don't feel bad about that. Uh, so Jordan Spieth signed a wrong scorecard. So I played... JV and varsity golf in high school. Now, I know that's not as prestigious as the guy that was a caddy, and I'm sure he knows a lot more. But one of the things our coach taught us was, yeah, you keep track of the other guy's score, but you also keep track of your own score. And before you ever sign your card, 
you know, you match it up. And before, if you see any discrepancies, you know, you don't sign the darn card. So I, I, I get that he was saying, like, if you see a two, a two or a five or like something weird on a weird hole. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But it seems, uh, it, it seems weird that they would just simply gloss over that. Especially I guess it's different in high school, that. though, I feel. Like, in high school, you need to. There's not cameras on you and stuff. Yeah, I know. I know, exactly. And and you would think that uh, before you go and sign that card that somebody would be like, hey, Jordan, don't sign that right now. You know, like, there's nobody tell, you know, nobody advising him to that or there's no check and, checks and balances to that. It just seems bizarre that a professional golfer would would – Missign that. I no, I've uh, always Austin. I've always liked when things are uniform from level to level in sports. That's why I still think it's weird. Like the extra point is one way until you get to the NFL and it's different. I mean, that may have cost the 49ers the Super Bowl because they made their rules different all those years ago. But I think also there's some levels where it needs to be just based on the the environment that it's in. If you're in high school golf. Yeah, you do need to keep track of your score, and your opponent's a good backup, and so you guys keep track of each other's score, where when you get to the pros, that shouldn't be relevant anymore because there's plenty of people to do that. It's the same as, like, I've been in some of these high school gyms where there's a shot that gets off, maybe a basketball three-point shot or whatever it gets off after the fact, and the refs call it and the game's over, and you got a lady screaming, 15 rows up and she's like no it was it was after the clock i have it on video it's like ma'am we can't do that here with this is a different level we can't do instant replay in a high school gymnasium that that we can't just because you happen to be recording it we can't do that it's the same thing to me only the opposite because it's not needed at this level it's not a part of that level anymore so it does it does just seem like a rule that's just there just to be a rule and the only rule that I could think or the only reason I could think is because it's always been that way. And I think as a society, sports society, uh, maybe maybe not always do things because it's always been that way. Yes, Bart. And I agree with you 100% on that. Um, they have cameras. We are documenting each and every shot. And we know that because if that shot were to result in a – hole-in-one, a chip-in, or whatever, that would be played on the TV on the next screen. You know, like, they would be like, okay, well, we're going to show this because it's not actually live for the most part. Uh, It's slightly delayed. And also, there is no – so you have that. So why are we having people sign off on cards and getting disqualified on it when you already have all the documentation in video? You don't need it to be a guy's signature and a misrepresentation uh, of the round when, you know, if they're going to be glancing over it and accidentally misrepresenting their round when you already have the round documented in video proof. So I think I it's, don't know, I man. Think it's an arbitrary rule. It's stupid. doesn't make sense. And it, you can get rid of it. But I, you know, you just, you're supposed to do it. Um, doesn't mean that you have to stick by that rule. Doesn't mean we can't get rid of that rule and go by video evidence. Hey, uh, Austin, good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks, Bart. Austin in Milwaukee, 855-212-4227. Of course, the other story from tonight at this golf tournament was Tiger Woods. 
He was in this tournament. Uh, it's always great to see him in any tournament, but he did have to withdraw from it due to a uh, sickness. Uh, he was an ambulance helped carted him off. He had some sort of flu-like symptom. Uh, apparently, he is fine, but it was always scary to see, and it just is a bummer to see. You we're getting we're getting a little bit of Tiger, and I know after his comeback, he he did win a tournament, and we you know we, Masters, and we hope that he can win you know more again someday. But uh, it is always a bummer to see these guys as they continue, and you want them to continue, and then for whatever reason, uh, will not be continuing to golf this week. And always great to see Tiger, whatever the tournament he makes. He makes tournaments like this major Sundays. If he's even playing on a Sunday, you're watching golf on a Sunday when you didn't expect to. Uh, and so that's a big loss from this tournament as well. Let's talk to Sell in South Carolina. Hey, buddy. Bye, Shep. What up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, tonight was crazy. The all-star celebrity game. I don't know who I did was that for Michael Parsons to play. I don't want to be Debbie Down or nothing, but. I think that would have been a really, really bad look. Well, he was in there. Um, CJ Stroud was in there. Puka Nakua was in there. It's like, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not saying that these guys should be in air cast and just sit on their couch and all a whole off season. But yeah, if you're a Cowboy fan, I think every every play that you watch Micah Parsons, you're like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. And so yeah, <laughs> quick stat: thirty-seven points. Right, seventeen yeah. to thirty-one, sixteen rebounds and four steals. I mean, is that a stat line for you or what? <laughs> that that's better than any stat line we're going to see on Sunday night. That's amazing. Yeah, hey, I want to say congratulations to Caitlin Clark too for breaking the record. Hey, I, I just want to know when ask you and Shep this. Uh, she's dominant, right? Like she she was she's dominant right now. But I just want to know: Do you guys think the dominance is going to continue in the WNBA? Though, like I'm not saying. She's gonna be. I know she's gonna be good. I'm talking about the way she's just dominating people now. Do you feel like she's gonna do that? Because Sabrina Nescu, her dominance in a, in college was the same way. Like she was just dominating people too. But she got like a little check when she got to WNBA. It was like she's still good, but it wasn't dominant. She's not dominant right now the way she was in college. So I just want to know: Do you think Caitlin Clark's gonna continue this dominance, or they're gonna bring her down a little level? Well, I'm not going to pretend uh, to be like an expert on women's basketball. Sell, so thanks for the call. Um, I do think that she will at least be very, very, I mean, very, very good. I think what the, a lot of her game is kind of like, Inescu's doing this uh, three-point contest with Steph and Caitlin Clark. The thing about her last night was it was like, okay, I'm just getting this record right away, and I'm going to bomb threes from the logo. I don't care. We'll see if it can translate. I would think. I would think that it would. I do think that we talked about this a little bit at the end of last night's show. Um, it's it's just interesting where women's basketball is at right now. Where and I'm glad that's a question. I, I really am. I'm glad that's a question. It seems like right now college basketball is not just bigger than the WNBA. It seems like it's bigger by a wide margin. And what I was trying to figure out last night at the very end of the show was why is the WNBA season when it is? They kind of start after the NBA maybe to get the support or use the same facilities. And, you know, it might have made sense in the past. But the WNBA finals, there were four games in last year's finals. Two were on Sundays of NFL football. You're just not going to get the viewership that you can get in March Madness 
where the men play one day, the women play the next day. The men play one day, the women play the next day. I would think, just to answer the question, it's more likely that it does continue to translate. Now, she'll be a rookie and all of these. I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing. But I think she's got a good, long pro career ahead of her for sure. Caitlin Clark last night had 49 points, a career high. So she needs, what, eight? She gets 49, single-game school record, Hawkeyes win. She now, in the NCAA, has 3,569 total points. The actual complete record, that's an NCAA record, there was an AIAW era, and Lynette Woodard has 3,649 points. So there's still another record to achieve. And uh, Pistol Pete, he's got the men's college basketball record of 3,667. So she will be, it looks like, with a handful of games left and then the tournament. Man, we're already getting there. Uh, She will be the all-time leading collegiate scorer across any organization and across any, you know, men's and women's. So I would think that, Shep, yes, uh, there should be some continuation of that game in the pros. You know, it's funny, but you mentioned a lot of records, and, and you rightfully mentioned those two individuals. Another person that's getting a lot of attention is Pearl Moore of uh, Francis Marion's, and that was an AIAW record. And so you figure that Caitlin Clark's going to have, well, she's going to have four more regular season games. She's probably going to have three in the Big Ten tournament. Then you would likely assume she's going to have at least five or six in the NCAA tournament. So she might get to 4,000 and break every record, including the AIAW. Bart, I saw, I never saw Cheryl Miller play. And when you talk to most people that watch women's basketball, they will tell you she's the greatest to ever do it. To ever do it. Better than Shemika Holtzclaw, better than Cheryl Swoops, better than Candace Parker, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Brianna Stewart, uh, Sabrina Ionescu, all of them. I didn't see her play. And I think what hurt Cheryl Miller was women's college basketball was nowhere near what it is today. We're, you know, obviously men's college basketball didn't have the same recognition in the 80s, but people paid attention. People followed it. People watched it on network television. They didn't do that with Cheryl Miller. And so I feel like she gets really cheated when it comes to talking about the all-time greats because I think she's the greatest to ever do it, just from what I hear from the some documented uh, footage that I've seen and from some stats that I've read about in her history. I will say this, though, Bart. I saw Sue Bird. I saw Diana Taurasi. I saw Maya Moore. I watched all these greats. They weren't Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark's ability to shoot from the logo and actually have it be a high percentage shot. She's a willing passer. She can absolutely handle the rock like a Steph Curry. You keep hearing the name Steph Curry come up with Caitlin Clark because she's going to have that type of impact where she is going to make it guard-oriented where you can be the best player in the sport and be under six feet. That really hasn't happened in a long time. Now, the fact that she plays in Iowa, I think even adds another special element to it because when's the last time you thought of Iowa in basketball? You think of Iowa, you think of wrestling, maybe somewhat football, but you never thought of basketball. Caitlin Clark has done that. But Bart, she needs the title. She doesn't get the title. Let's stop giving her the kind of attention that she's getting right now. Who is the most prolific Iowa men's basketball player ever? It's a great question. Like uh, in the pros. I'm, right, I'm, I'm looking to, it up right so now. Steve Alford coached there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, who, who, it was Reggie. Man, his last name is, is slipping me right now. Um, Reg- I'm looking it up. So do you got it? No, 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 no. He was, he was an all-time like great hustler in the NBA. Uh, Reggie, last name. You got it? What, no, I don't. What is it? I'm not going to cheat. What is it? Starts with an E. 
Oh, uh, oh, Reggie Evans. There yes. you go. Bart, that's it. That's the only guy I can think of from Iowa Hawkeyes Basketball Nation that actually translated to the NBA. Now, I'm pretty sure there's someone before him, but that's the last guy that I can think of that actually made a dent in the NBA. Uh, here's one. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. Don Nelson. I mean, he got lucky in 1969 with that shot off the uh, back iron of the rim. No, he he was a decent player, better known for being a coach, five-time obviously. champion. Yeah, I, right. I didn't realize he's a five-time NBA champion. Right, but the, you know, but the, if you were the 13th man on that team, you were a five-time NBA champion. I mean, that was Bill Russell, Bob Cousy, Sam Jones, and Bill Sharman, and John Havlicek. Can't so I'll him. give you some names: Don Nelson, Fred Brown, John Johnson, Reggie Evans, B.J. Armstrong. Oh, B.J. Okay, Ricky that's, that's Davis. A, that's a good one. Yeah, but Ricky. Okay, but Ricky Davis' talent is supreme to all of those guys. But obviously, we got Keegan Murray in the pros now. True, true. Luca Garza's floating somewhere out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's some, there's some, there's some names. There's, there's not a single player from that list that you just read off that uh, is a perennial All Star. BJ made one, um, but there's no perennial All Stars from that list. Well said. Uh, the words on Caitlin Clark there, Shep. All right, here's Greg in Michigan. What's up, buddy? Hey. It's the war. You're Mr. Positive. I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> I lost my voice. Um, wow. Shep knows his women's basketball. He um, does. Yes. I give kudos to uh, Miss Clark. But is it me? Um, I got to say this as delicately as I can. Ooh, um, Okay. Um, let me sit don't. down for this one. I'm I'm sitting down and looking. I'm, that that little uh, yeah. like that Willy Wonka gift where he's like got his head in his hands. And, and yeah, and also Bart. And, and if it's Greg, if it's what I think you're going to say, I will say in fairness, not saying Bart and I would agree with it, but I think there are a lot of people that are going to feel the way that you're feeling right now about mm. this. Nice, Chef. Thank you for uh, that segue because wow. I just ah uh, wow. What? Um. What? Uh, Don't care? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, Bart! I just, uh, you know, I. Uh, well, there, there, you don't have to care. There's nothing. You don't have to care about any of it. Yeah, and I mean, I want to because I love people that go for their dreams. I love that you know people are you know becoming the best that they can become in sure. their uh, particular endeavors. But uh, entertainment-wise, wow. aesthetic, uh, okay, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I don't want to be. Hey, uh, Greg, there is more content to choose from than ever before. If there's something that does not float your boat or uh, strike your fancy, you you do not need to you do not need to consume it. Right, nicely said. It's okay. Thanks, you guys. Hey, love you, everybody. Everybody, hey, Bart, go for Bart, your Bart, Bart, Very yes, quickly. Sir. It's great. Hold on. Hold on for one second. Yeah. So, so, excuse me. Here, here's what I would say to you. Yeah. Help Just me. take take the time, an hour and a half, to okay. watch Caitlin Clark perform on the court. I'm not, I am not exaggerating when I say this. You are watching a genius-like basketball player. You are watching someone that sees the game the way that Wayne Gretzky saw the NHL, the way that Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson saw the NBA, the way that a Tom Brady and a Joe Montana and now currently a Patrick Mahomes sees the NFL. 
You're going to see an element to her yeah. that you're not going to witness with any other player in women's college basketball. So I would strongly encourage you. Before, yes, but I would I say will. the more you force it, the more Greg's going to be reluctant to no, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Because this is this is no, part. I, I know Greg is... very well. You know Greg pretty well at this point as well. Greg is a scholar of the universe. He is a learner. He's someone that is yes. not closed-minded. And, Greg, I would highly suggest you sit down for an hour and a half and watch one of the next four games that Caitlin Clark plays. I guarantee you, when you call the Bart Winkler show next time, you're going to have a different tune when it comes to her performance and Caitlin Clark overall. Oh, my God, Shep. Spot on. I'm going to because you're very erudite and you're very uh, well-informed and you definitely are a um, historian of the games and sports so I unequivocally will do that because that makes a lot of sense. I got to give it a chance. You're right. You're right. I don't. I don't give certain things a chance. Uh, again, I will play on. devil's advocate, Greg. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> okay. Oh, Bart, I I, I got to do it because I've had this, I guess, if you will, this chauvinistic, and I don't want that a part of me. Mister Positive doesn't want that, and I'm going to take Shep's word. And I'm going to look at women, uh, Caitlin Clark, a ball and a half. I mean, when he said that he can, she can dribble like Steph and Kyrie, holy shnikes, i got to give this a chance. Love you both. Everybody go for your dreams. And thanks, Shep. I'm going to heed your advice, and I'm going to do it. Okay. We'll get the full report. We're going to get the game film study of uh, Caitlin Clark from Greg in Michigan and then see – how it uh, unfolds next week. You know, I was I was looking for a hook for next week's shows. There you have it. We're going to have a fun time the rest of the night tonight, but what's going to keep you coming back next week? Greg in Michigan's breakdown of Caitlin Clark. More with you coming up, 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? <laughs> bang, bang, not a game. What's going on, fellas? What's up, buddy? I like to say um, I listen to your show every night, man. You're doing a wonderful job. Shout out to all the loyal callers that call in every night and the ones that stay committed to you and only you. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Yes, all come and worship in the house of Bart. It is great to be with you tonight. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti coming up with an update. Talking with you guys. Uh, NBA's on the mind. Some women's hoops is on the mind. One thing with Caitlin Clark, to go back to the question about her in the pros, is when she gets into the pros, um, there'll be better people in the pros. Especially if she's so gifted as a passer, there'll be better players to catch her passes. Maybe the assist totals go up. Maybe... That sparks some more creativity in her game. Either way, it's going to be a treat to see her, and I think she will continue to do what a lot of these players have done is spark an interest in watching their professional career. Um, The game of women's college basketball is having a moment. I still think that the WNBA, well, one of two things. The WNBA has to see what's happening with college women's college basketball and being like, oh, man, that's really great. This will have some great carryover to us. This is great for the game. But they also have to be thinking, what? <laughs> what, what, what? We've been around for 25 years. 
We would never been as popular as women's college basketball is now. And so I think some of it is the scheduling. I do. I think the accessibility, it is a very popular sport and event and thing to do if, if there's a team in your town, but it needs to translate more outside of just the, the city that they play in. And I think, I think the stars uh, of this class collegiately have been able to do that. Like if Iowa plays LSU at any point again in the college basketball tournament this year, that that might that might outrate any men's game. I mean, it, it's going to draw massive numbers. It'll be a rematch. It'll be people we know. It'll be stars. And I've got no affiliation to Iowa. I've got no affiliation to. LSU, but I mean, I will, you have to watch. It's one of those things you're going to have to watch. So hopefully that can continue to translate uh, into the pros. Amos is in Tennessee. What's happening with you? Hey there. Uh, I just want to let you know the first time I heard the name Kai Sinat, I thought it was an Israeli acrobat. So you can imagine my surprise when I found out he's a famous YouTuber. Famous YouTuber. Uh, yep. Yeah. And, and I just, just want to put it out there just because you're famous. And a YouTuber doesn't mean you necessarily have talent. And so uh, I just, it's crazy that, you know, he's in the same, he's on the same court as Jennifer Hudson. That's just wild. Um, so I just have a kind of a hot take, and I don't know how this is going to be perceived in the, uh, the basketball world, but I think I'm coming from a place of logic. You know, I really think now that I'm starting to get older and I'm starting to watch and uh, see how things play out, I'm starting to think that Greg Popovich is an overrated coach. And I feel like we've given we've given him grace and uh, kind of given him the benefit of the doubt. But can you really recall after Kawhi Leonard left what teams that he's ever coached since then that's been competitive? I mean, well, my I, my, I my so I do have one question to you. Like, what's what's spurred this? What's spurred this tonight? Ah, good pun. Um, no pun intended. Oh, it was oh. not. It was not intended. Oh my God! Yes, it was not intended. Yeah, throwing it out there to see. No, it was not intended. It was not intended. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm watching these sports networks. I might have to retire you know, on top. I'm, I'm telling you what. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm watching Doc Rivers. You know, coach for the Bucks now. Get after his players and uh, saying that they're not really hustling, not really giving effort. And I'm just thinking, you know. Didn't that, didn't his team go to the Eastern Conference Finals last year? And they moved they moved off of him. And so I just don't know how much time. Or I mean, I don't know what the Spurs as an organization what they're waiting on. But I'll, I'll bet you my next paycheck that he could have Wimbenyama for five years, and they won't even make it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, I just don't think he's that kind of coach, and I think he's been carried by a lot of talent that he's that he's had. You know, I think Ginobili. Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, and Kawhi Leonard have carried his team. And ever since they've left, none of his teams have been competitive. You, I mean, am I wrong here? No, I, I, I think what's interesting with Popovich, uh, and appreciate the call and the question, um, Shep, is it better that I – I'm kind of upset at myself. What spurred this? That that I should have walked into that one confidently. I did not intend to make that pun. Well, I think Is it better that I didn't, or would it have been better if I did? Well, your subconscious is so good. You don't even know Must it's going to come out of your mouth. That's that's what that shows us. And you're humble enough to admit when you don't even realize that your mind is catching up with your subconscious. So, no, I don't think you were wrong to play that card at all. So, are we saying my brain is faster <laughs> than my mouth? Well, that's, I mean, 
I, I'm not trying to be funny here. Like, I think, I, in all seriousness, like, when you're brilliant at what you do, wow. you're, you're so good, you don't even realize what comes out of your mouth. I'm not, I'm not, like, I know it sounds like I'm being sarcastic and like a sicko fan. I'm really not. Like, when what you a, are. What a burden I must carry. Well, like, no, like, when you, when you, <laughs> you see this all the time in, like, football, like, uh, an improvisational play that a quarterback will make in his left hand. He's like, oh, my God, I didn't even know I had that in me. Or, like, you see, <laughs> I you, not. You see, or you see, like, an NBA basketball player, like, make a pass. All right, this, well, all I, all I said was spurred. We're not. Let's not act like I. It was pretty um, good. No, but it was pretty good. I, I don't know accent. how many. I don't know how many hosts would be able to pull it out that fast. So, well, I wish I could give myself credit. Apparently, yeah. I'm jealous way, of myself. Let, let me be careful with my words. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, how, how many hosts would have been able to be that quick with their mind? Yes, um, I don't understand uh, how I did it, but hey, sometimes you just got to deal with it. Uh, is Greg Popovich overrated? So here's the thing with Pop that I think has been widely accepted is what are you still doing? What, what are, what are you still doing? I think to pops, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say Greg Popovich is not overrated. I'm going to say he won with a bunch of different versions of a team. And yes, the Spurs have had this nice little dance where every time they get bad, they get a generational guy at the number one pick. Uh, he has also coached well internationally getting a gold medal um, in Tokyo. But then again, I mean, it's, it's the United States. You better. So I don't think that Pop is overrated. I think that what the legacy of Pop is not overrated. I think, uh, I don't think he's, I don't think this question ever comes up if these last five years don't happen. And we're trying to figure out exactly why he is continuing to coach. Now, should we say, hey, the team last year at 22 and 60 I mean, they weren't a 22-win team. Look what he did. And the other, they were 35-win teams. He got a lot out. But even with this year's team, they've got Victor Webinyama. They've got decent players. Like, the Spurs, I feel, have at least the foundation of something. Like, if you were to build a 20-story apartment complex and you've got the first two levels, you'd look at it and say, Yes, we are on the right track. I feel like they can look at their foundation and say, we are on the right track. Things aren't falling all over the place quite yet. But then I look at their season. This is a Spurs team that started 3-2, and two, and now they've won 11 games. They are 11-44. and 44. Um, They did beat Minnesota a couple weeks ago, but they've also lost to Washington, Orlando, Pelicans, Cavs, Orlando, Brooklyn. I don't, I don't know. And you could look at this and Greg Popovich could say, well, what I'm doing is I'm coaching. I'm not coaching for wins necessarily. I'm coaching for practice. I'm coaching for behaviors. I'm coaching. So you can make that argument, but I don't know that. I don't know why he's still coaching. I, I don't understand. Bart, quick question. Last 35 years, because you got to include Shaq in this conversation. You got, oh, let's include Tim Duncan as well. Shaq, Duncan, LeBron, and Victor. Those are the four biggest names coming into the NBA, given all the hype they had. Fair? What about my man Penny Hardaway? No, no, no. Penny was nowhere near uh, those guys because he wasn't even the number one overall pick. No, he was traded for the number one overall pick. Well, but, my man Yao Ming. Now I'm just throwing out names. But. Right. No, but no, but in all seriousness, like you, I get like, your point. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Okay. With all those three guys, Shaq, LeBron, and Victor, their teams improve significantly record-wise. Spurs, Bart, they've gotten yeah, they, worse. They might be worse. They might they, have a worse record. Yeah, like you can't like 
Greg Popovich can't live that down. Now, we can all talk about the five NBA championships. That's, that's well and good. But he cannot run away from what he has done post-Tim Duncan and post-Kawhi Leonard. Because remember, that year that Duncan retired, they still had Parker, Ginobili, and Kawhi. They did make it to a Western Conference Finals, but when Kawhi got hurt, and they were up 20 in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals, Warriors stormed back on them, and the Spurs did nothing for the rest of the series. And they even had LaMarcus Aldridge, so they still had a pretty good team. They just didn't have the superstar. Bart, there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to Greg Popovich and how he was carried by superstars. There is an argument that you can make. I am going to settle and say he is not overrated, but I think that I always think like if you're in a debate class and you want to take that position, uh, you could make that position. You could have your points and you could get an A on the paper. I I mean, I think that there, if you want to argue against it, you can, you can certainly argue the point that he made uh, just there. I do also want to gripe about something else totally unrelated. Um, not unrelated unrelated to this certain topic, but related to something we were talking about before. I mentioned earlier that I would go on golf courses and wear jeans, and people are telling me that, because um, I said I, I, got, I used to get yelled at when I would wear jeans on a golf course, and people are yelling at me like that never happened. Don't try to rewrite my history. okay? I, I would go on normal city courses and get yelled at by old people. I, I told you that. And yeah, I did say old people. The analogy, let me re-rack this one for for new listeners. Me golfing in my teenage years, okay? You could put me on a golf course. You could put the most beautiful model that you could think of in a bikini. And you would see seven guys, retirees in the clubhouse, watching the people come to the first tee, and they would all flock to me. Not for looks or anything like that, but to be able to see a man who is struggling with his swing is so attractive to some of these people that they would bypass the page sporanics of their day to give me a pointer. So if you ever see my swing, if I'm ever uh, able to show it to you, it's basically the swing combination of 37 different senior citizens that have helped me along the way. And that's why it looks like I'm chopping down a tree. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Adam's in Toronto. Hello, Adam. Bart, what's going on, man? How are you tonight? And you guys are talking about old basketball players. I just wanted to bring this up. We're kind of like the sports radio version of an encyclopedia. Thank you. I love it. I love it. That's why I tune in every night, man. I love this show. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Professional reset for the show for new listeners. We have been talking about... Golf etiquette, women's college basketball, and baseball jerseys. Football season is officially over. It's it's over. It's it's, it's done. Mike is in Chicago. Mike, what's up? Hey, what's up? How's it going, Bart? Hey. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, wanted to weigh in on the golf, but yeah, real quick about Caitlin Clark. Pretty sure I heard, could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard that she still has one more year of eligibility left in college because of the COVID season. So she could 
theoretically return and rewrite all the record books. But there was someone not. at UConn that just announced that they were going to stay tonight. Uh, yeah, she Paige got Beckers. out there. Yeah, she said this was not my last senior night um, because of the eligibility. And I think a big thing is, yeah, the NIL um, and the, they can maybe make more money in in college at this point. So it is interesting what some of these uh, what some of these women are going to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, about Jordan Spieth, um, forget who called earlier, but yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say. Someone else in the group keeps your official score, but you don't just like sign it blindly. At the bottom, there's like a little slit where you keep your own score. You rip that off. You're supposed to compare it to, you know, what their score is. So I'm not sure. It must have just been lazy. I don't know how I could have missed that, but it's going to be an expensive mistake. Yeah, I'm just not it's sure why, why. Why do we still do that? Why? Why do we need yeah, to do I, that at the PGA I, I don't level? Know. It's all about the official scorecard is the gospel, but I agree. It kind of, kind of is a little stupid, but it reminded me of uh, what happened to Lexi Thompson, kind of keeping the women's sports theme going. A couple of years ago, she was basically going to win the major. She was up by like three shots, and it was a Sunday, and they, they approached her like mid-round. Apparently someone called in about a mistake she made the day before, like something she didn't mark her ball perfectly or something. So she got penalized for incorrect ball placement and another two shots for signing an incorrect scorecard. So she got like a four-stroke penalty. But uh, I think they had changed the rules the year before where she would have gotten disqualified for signing the wrong scorecard. But I don't think it's the same thing as what happened with Spieth. I think it was uh, related to like a penalty that you weren't aware of. So... Um, yeah, she ended up losing by a shot and just kind of such a stupid rule. Yeah. If you, uh, thanks Mike, if you, um, the scorecard thing, if, if you want to defend the scorecard thing, I mean, I will, I will listen, but the, the, the ability to call into the PGA or LPGA and like, first of all, why would, what, what, person on earth wants to do that what what do what kind of person are you oh i saw i saw lexi thompson she made an error they didn't catch it should i say something should i it's, it's my burden right i have to say something right no just you can't do that but you can do that matt is in appleton wisconsin Birthplace of Harry Houdini. What's up? Hey, Bart. Hey, that UConn player is Paige Bukers. Paige Bukers. Pronounced Beckers. Paige Beckers. Beckers. So, All right. the, golf, the golf topic, uh, I'm 40 for 20 years now. I've played in a lot of uh, state tournaments here in Wisconsin, and I got to tell you, man, like I love it. I love the fact that it is it is an honor it's the last honorable game you don't have well let me see if i can push the envelope like in any other sport you don't have officials out there like it is on you you know if you like the patrick reed thing in the bunker he knew what he was doing the same thing with the scorecard what it comes down to is you can't have a gray area you can't say oh whoopsie i missed that like if there's it's either you're dq'd or you sign the right scorecard because otherwise then you just take into like, Oh, well we like Spieth, but we'll let him correct that. Well, we don't like Sergio Garcia. So he's DQ'd. You can't do that. Like it's your role. 
just because the TV watches it, just because somebody walks along and puts the score up, they're not responsible for anything. The golfer is responsible. There's no coach. There's nobody else. It's you. That's it. That's why the golfers pull the clubs out of the bag, not the caddy. It is the golfer who is responsible for everything that happens on that golf course. Well, I guess when you say last honorable game, I think uh, last pretentious game. I will agree with you that the old guard is very pretentious in the golf world. I think that it is changing, but I say last honorable game and that the fact that there are no officials. Like in every other sport, uh, you know, uh, that isn't like a racing sport. Like, you know, like swimming, you can't really cheat in swimming. It's a, it's a race, though. Like, you know when you push the button under the water. There is like an official. That can, but like baseball, basketball, football, the big ones, hockey, you, you're, you're trying to cut corners as much as you can to get an advantage. You can't do that in golf. There's just no way around it. It's it, it, that's the last honorable sport where you don't have to pull your hair out with the officials making stupid calls. Like it is what it is. Well, unless you're playing with your buddies and that foot wedge gets a lot of use, I'll tell you that one. Oh yeah, you got plenty of those guys. <laughs> I'm a big. I'm not just a foot wedge guy. I'm a pick up the ball and throw it thirty yards guy. Back into the fairway guy. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Maybe if I was better at golf, I'd like the rules better, but I suck. All right, well, Matt. That's all right. That's all right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. That's Matt in Appleton, Wisconsin. Good to be on uh, those airwaves tonight. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. We do have an interesting weekend of sporting events coming up. We've got uh, NHL games, of course. We've got uh, there's a UFC car people get into. We've got the start of the racing season. We had the trucks race and the Xfinity and some duels last night and the Daytona 500, which I believe is pronounced Daytoner 500. That's how I like to say it. The NBA All-Star game after Saturday night. We got pitchers and catchers reporting. So it's like it's like when football ends, all these other things finally come out of the shadows. It's like, is it going to be our turn? Uh, can we race now? Can we can we throw a baseball to a catcher and have every every team tweet the pop of the mitt? Oh, beautiful sound, beautiful sound. Yeah, everybody everybody does it. We'll talk about all that and more, including the move that may never happen. And I'm rooting that it doesn't. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.